What's up, guys? Welcome once again to the Save Continue podcast. My name is Ryan Robinson. With me is Tom Shelby. Hi. Shunae Howard. What's up? Every week we get together and talk about video games and related topics. Have a great time. Tom, how are things? Things are good. Uh, we went to a game night. Yeah, that was fun. Played little, some games. A little few, mm-hmm. Played a few games. Uh, we played a little joking hazard. That game Didn't is care. a game. Yeah. Uh, when that game was uh, when, she, when when the game was busted out, I immediately assumed that you wouldn't particularly care for it. Yeah, yeah. not not my kind of thing. Yeah, but it was a fun time, anyways. Yeah, um, hang out with Melchbox. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, drinks. You got to drink some three dollar vodka. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of cool. Drank a whole bottle of three dollar vodka. Mm. Yeah, you finish that. You finish that some bitch off. Mm-hmm. Must have been after I left, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Uh, Shanae, how are things? Uh, good. I did not drink uh, a bottle of vodka or um, good, get to hang out with Melch, unfortunately. Mm. But I did get to see Steven. Yeah? How'd that go? It went fun. We, uh, we danced, hung out, made some jokes. Mm. Hi, Steven. Hello, Steven. Uh, yeah, no, uh, I've, but I, I've been playing, uh, Breath of the Wild. I'm pretty close to finishing it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> and yeah, just been, uh, that and since we talked about it last week, I've been playing the crap out of Magikarp Jump. Yes. Um, I still have not dropped. That blood its way into check it out. Uh, oh, but, uh, Sailor Moon Drops actually came up last night. Oh, uh, yeah. did it? In a very abstract way. Yeah. Oh. It was actually kind of cool. Uh, oh, also, I, I got these these Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong toys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, these little sweet little boys. Yeah, yeah. A couple sweet little baby boys. I got them in a little uh, blind bag mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. for about five, ten dollars Total? Yeah. Maybe like eight bucks. Yeah? Yeah. That's really cool, though. Mm-hmm. Do you play any games this, uh, this week, Tom? I played a lot this week. Um... Mostly Quantum Break, mm. which is phenomenal. We'll talk about that more in a little bit here. Phenomenal. I have not heard that word used to describe that game. Yeah. yet. And uh, Turok, Dinosaur oh. Hunter. <laughs> oh, yeah. You were playing that when uh, when I showed up. Yeah, we're going to do a Let's Play that. That will actually air before this airs. But yeah, uh, yeah. holds up very well. I was looking at it. I was yeah. like, and I was thinking that. It's like. This game does look like it holds up, and it would be cool to play it with a mouse and keyboard. Yeah, I mean, there are visual improvements to it, very slight visual improvements. Sure. Uh, but, like, not even visually, like, gameplay-wise, it holds up. Yeah. Yeah. Could have sworn you could drown in that game. No, nah, man. Yeah. Maybe in the second one? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so, I picked up The Surge uh, this past week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Robot Dark Souls. Yeah, Robot Dark Souls. Yeah, um, pretty good. It's uh, it's pretty good. Better than Lords of the Fallen, uh, the previous game. Y- so far, yes. Yeah. Um, it's very with with Lords of the Fallen, uh, and I guess by association, Dark Souls. The uh, the character progression system is very much based on like leveling up specific stats. Uh, to build a specific character, uh, whereas uh, the surge basically has you uh, okay. So, like in Dark Souls and uh, games like that, 
Um, you know, you kill enemies in those games to collect souls or whatever you want to call them in your particular game. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the Surge, you're collecting scrap. Yeah. So every enemy you kill, uh, you collect scrap. Now, like Lords of the Fallen, there's kind of a risk reward system there. Uh, because the longer you go without, you know, uh, banking it, mm-hmm. uh, a little multiplier, you get a little bit of multiplier. So, sure. Uh, <clears throat> And that's uh, and basically you turn that in and uh, instead of leveling specific stats, what you do is you uh, level up your power core, and the power that increases the power core's capacity mm-hmm. uh, because in the capa- the power capacity is taken up by pieces of armor uh, that you're wearing or uh, implants that you install into your head. Um, you know, and you can kind of switch those around yeah. to uh, to customize your your dude. Uh, the combat system is, I think, probably the most interesting aspect of that game uh, because it allows you to target specific body parts. Uh, and when you cut off a body part, you collect a specific part. Uh, dicks. You collect dicks. Dicks. Uh, but no, you collect us like if you want to level up, uh, if you want to get some some uh, a piece for your arm. Then you gotta you gotta attack the arms of a lot of guys and collect those pieces. Then go back to your uh, your safe room and use those parts to uh, craft gear or yeah. uh, level up existing gear. Uh, it's actually it's pretty cool so far. Uh, it's very uh, very sci-fi, obviously. A lot of dark corridors. Um, pretty good game so far, though. So I'm looking forward to playing more of that. More Persona, of course. Um, oh, I, I am so excited for when I finish Breath of the Wild. So I, because like I'm not allowing myself to buy Persona until mm-hmm. then. Yeah, and because I know that if I bought Persona, I would not finish Breath of the Wild, just because I'd be excited about the new toy. Not because yeah. it's a, not because Breath of the Wild is bad or I'm tired of it. Because I like it a lot. I just know myself. Mm. Yeah, uh, that's a that's it. Both of those. I don't know anything about. I don't know anything about Zelda besides what I've what I've heard people say about it. But that game seems like <clears> a huge time sink, and Persona, of course, is also uh, also that. Um, so yeah, and also uh, I've I've dipped back into Diablo three. Oh, other. We talked about this last night at yeah. dinner. That like I've been playing Diablo three since beta. And, like, I still, from time to time, end up going back to it for one reason or another. Yeah. Uh, I was watching... And our- I just need to stop playing this fucking game. <laughs> but- <laughs> See, uh, I was watching our friend Jimmy play it uh, the other night, and I was, and he had, a, like, a super high-level character, and I was watching all, those, watching all those numbers pop up and watching him kill, like, 80 enemies at once. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, that... That's, and it was making my it was making my fucking dopamine fire off like crazy. And I wasn't even playing the game, and so I picked it up again. Uh, and see, oh. see, so so try and get those crazy numbers. Yeah, I want those numbers. Like uh, that's kind of like that's one of the big things to me is making those numbers go up. Did you do the darkening of Tristram? Uh, no, no. Yeah, I really hate like timed events like that. Like I played it as soon as I could because I knew it was only going to be around for that one month. Sure, you know, but like. Now no one gets to play that ever again. What, you what know? is it? Dark Knight's Tristram was a thing that they did for, I think, for Diablo's anniversary, where it skinned Diablo 3, a section of Diablo 3, to look and sound uh, like older Diablo games. Okay. So, D-Make. Yeah. Um, and you just, 
went through level by level, just like an old Diablo. And then, you know, if you, at the end, you fight and kill Diablo, and that's it. You get a, you, I think you get, like, a pet if you do everything that there is to uh. do. But, like, it was a neat little little thing, and it just sucks that nobody can do that anymore, yeah. you know? Uh, Until next year. Maybe. Uh, while, and while I, in the time that I hadn't been playing that game, they added seasons to the console version. Yeah. Uh, so I made a seasonal <coughs> character. Um, and I guess I've just kind of just been, cause I didn't, cause I don't know how seasons work in these games and games like that. So, uh, just, there's like a little checklist for you to, to go down. So that's kind of what I've been doing. Um, I don't remember leveling being as fast as it has been for me in the past like day. Cause I, cause I don't remember being able to get to like level 50 in like a sitting. Yeah. That's never, I, I don't remember that ever happening, but that's more or less how it how it worked out well i think the whole thing is at this point in the game you're trying like the main campaign isn't what people were playing diablo for right so they're trying to get you to adventure mode as fast as they can yeah you know yeah and well no see it's uh and i guess maybe it's my save data that i already had because i already had adventure mode unlocked right so i kind of just went right into that right Um, but if you're new to diablo you don't yeah sure 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 um Looking and I'm I'm still looking very very much looking forward to the necromancer, because uh, he was one of my he was my favorite character to play as in Diablo two. I mean I'm gonna play it. I, play, but I played the necromancer as well. I still I still say like witch doctor that was the, it, that that's it. it. It's it the is. same fucking thing. So that's know? what and that's that I'm curious about that because the witch doctor is very much just the necromancer, yeah. and so I'm wondering how different their their skill sets are going to be it looks pretty different i mean it looks similar but yeah from what they've shown yeah because I, I they can both do zombie things i'm sure yeah um but yeah that's that's kind of been Just hanging around doing zombie things yeah i mean that's what you do when you're a witch doctor um a necromancer yeah so and then you know some i was playing online and i didn't realize that my lobby was open and this guy joined my game and he was trying to give me like some hot diablo tips yeah and I was just some like, hot tips. Yeah. Well, will they make a regular Diablo? Will they make the Diablo makers go crazy? Yes. Ah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, doctors hate this guy. Um, but yeah, and he was, and I realized I don't like playing that game with strangers at all. Yeah. Like at all, because he like the whole time is like, okay, so you gotta go here, and you gotta do this, and this is. And I'm like, dude, shut I up. Just mute them. You yeah, know. I don't want to play the game anymore. Um. <laughs> I don't know, like, after getting the computer, I realized that I still knew my Battle.net information. Uh. So, like, only thing I have on there is, like, Warcraft 3 and Vanilla Diablo, you know? So, yeah, I started playing that a little bit here or there. Uh, I just uninstalled StarCraft 2 on my PC. Yeah. Were you Uh, playing a lot of that at one point? uh, I mean, when when it first came out, um, I played, well, I played pretty recently after it came out. Yeah. I bought this, yeah, whole other story. But yes, well, uh, there's been a couple times I've been really into StarCraft 2. And hmm. I spent a fuck ton of time with StarCraft 1. Hmm. You excited for that remake, remaster, whatever they're doing? Uh, I think it's night. Uh, I think it's neat. Yeah. Uh, night. It's night. <laughs> nice and neat became one word. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, I'm... I, yeah, I guess I'm excited for it. Yeah. I'm not like super hyped about it, but I'm happy about it. Sure. Uh, I never really pegged you for a uh, for RTS player. 
Well, I think I've said many times, like, I am on the Blizzard Kool-Aid. Whatever they put out, I'm pretty, I'm I'm gonna be, try to defend or like. Okay. I will try to like it. Lost Vikings. Uh, but I do. Uh, like, Destiny 2. But I think we talked about it last week. I said that I liked Blackthorn. RTSs. What? I think I said it last week that I liked RTSs. You did. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe I uh, forgot. Tom. Yes. What do you want to talk about this week, man? I want to talk about, and I don't know that I'm using the right wording for it. I feel like I am, though. I want to talk about mixed media and gaming. Okay. So when we, at, at the at the most basic level, mixed media is like, like you're a painter, right? But So you're throwing acrylics on there, but maybe you're also using oil. Maybe you're also p- putting some kind of cloth or something onto the canvas, right? Mm. You're using many things to make, make your, your work. Um, the reason that I brought this up and that I wanted to talk about it was because of Quantum Break. Uh, for those that don't know, Quantum Break is a third-person action shooter uh, that also has 30-minute episodes of a television show that take place in between acts. Right. So you play the game, and you watch the show. You play more game, and you watch more show. Yeah. And when I first heard about this, I was like, what a fucking gimmick. This is fucking dumb. Want no part of it. I hate Ice- Iceman. Yeah. You know. Um, boy, was I wrong. And not not is that, <laughs> you know, like not the the... Television stuff isn't fantastic. Like, sure. it's better than some TV that's out now, but it's also a lot worse than some of the TV that's out now. Yeah. Um, but man, it works fucking well. It works really well. And I'm like, man, I wish more games would do this, but they won't because this wasn't a huge success. Right. Um, but th- that got me thinking about other things. And we talked about like, like, uh, Clay Fighter. Mm using clay like it is claymation it's not stop motion to the exact extent that it would would be in like something like gumby yeah but it is um you're using uh, much like the old mortal Kombat games you are using multiple photos to animate a real life object with uh computer generated graphics sure um and then we talked about eye of judgment mm-hmm. Eye of judgment was a, P- a ps3 game that used the playstation camera uh, with a mat, it's a card game with physical cards, but yeah. it was a video game, you know. Uh, so yeah, I just want to talk uh, about things like that that you guys think were cool, or ideas that you think would be cool. I actually, um, I mean, I feel like quite a few 3DS games really got on those AR cards to help out in the actual games too. Because I know in Kingdom Hearts, if you use a <coughs> little AR, AR feature on these cards. Mm-hmm. Then you would get that nightmare or like that creature. Yeah. To use, and I always thought that was super neat. I never got into it too much. Like, I really loved Kid Icarus Uprising, mm-hmm. and I remember that came with several. Yes. I don't remember exactly what they did or what they were used for. Like, I feel like I never touched them. You know. Hmm. Uh, I never got Kid Icarus new, so I did not uh, get those cards. But... You got to get it new, you see, because you need that stand. Mm. It's hard to hold a 3ds like that with one hand. <laughs> Uh, would would Skylanders count? In that? Like Toys to Life in general? Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I'd, yeah. To- I'd totally say so. Uh, I think Disney Infinity. Um, I feel like Disney Infinity really was like a different look on the whole like toys to gaming thing, mm-hmm. rather than Skylanders. I mean, Skylanders, you got the characters or the boosts or whatever, but like I know Disney Infinity, like during the if I remember it correctly, from playing with my nephews, like, you actually got those games, like, it actually unlocks, like, different things within the game as well. Well, I, I mean, I Skylanders play- does to an extent, too. 
But I think it's because I, I think maybe I feel just feel different about it because in Disney Infinity, <coughs> I felt like you're more creating something. Yeah. Well, even more. with like Lego Dimensions, like there's level packs and all that. Like you build certain things from different universes. It is kind of cool because on the surface level, you just you have some collectible figurines, and then you put those figurines on the on the the whatever whatever the the, I, the, the portal the portal. I think Lego Dimensions does it best in that you are putting together Legos right to unlock these things, like other uh, other games have done. Uh, it's doing the same thing as Skylanders, as, as Disney, where you're get, unlocking characters, you're unlocking new levels and content and things of that nature, uh, but you're building it, and your instructions are on screen. They don't give you a booklet like regular Lego sets. It's all sure. on screen. Um, and it's just it's, it's pretty it's, neat. Uh, I feel like the like Skylanders, Disney Infinity, Lego, I feel like it's a resurgence of uh, a way to marketing to kids that really hasn't seen since like the 80s. Like... Um, how there was like, I mean, like some Transformers episodes were literally just to sell the sets. Oh, sure, absolutely. Like the, the whole episode would be based around why this one set should exist. Right. And same with the uh, G.I. Joe. Uh, it, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. And like, yeah. I feel like not necessarily those. I mean, not necessarily those games. Um, had things ju- uh had things that didn't really make sense, but also like I do feel like. Some of that was for sure just to sell toys to kids. Absolutely, and and, and you know make more off of one game. Yeah. Um, those games don't typically have DLC. The figures you buy are are the DLC. Right. Well, it's, um, not, it's not even just that, but like you got Skylanders backpacks, you got Skylanders right. cases with the official Skylanders logos to carry your Skylander figurines. Well, the interesting... you got mats to yeah. like, so you can like relax on the Skylander map while you play your Skylanders game. It was just like a whole different marketing that you saw like the interesting really thing is that, that. between like Disney Infinity and Lego Dimensions both have some of the most valuable IP and it's going to some of those like I don't doubt that a lot of people bought into Disney Infinity just because they like Star Wars. Yeah. Or bought into Lego Dimensions. Or Incredible. Or Incredibles. Be, right. Or just because they like Ghostbusters or whatever it might be. Whereas with Skylanders, and yes, I am aware Skylanders is a spinoff of Spyro, Spyro. But like none of those characters are immediately recognizable. And that game did better than either of those. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, but I think it also has like that. I feel like it just has that like grungy, dirty kid aspect that like the other two don't have. I mean, granted... Like, just, like, you want gross stuff. You want a guy with a pot belly and a cannon leg. That's and, cool. And, like, with, like, a parrot. That's and cool. And, like, yeah, uh, playing as Captain Robosa, I guess, is cool. But, I mean, like, this dude is half shark. Yeah. Like, it's just, like... Uh, like it's a like, street it's, shark. It's, like, it's like the garbage pill kids or something like that. It's just, like... Or, yeah, or street sharks. Is it something cool and gimmicky, but kids are so down for yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, now, you are talking, Tom, about... Uh, Quantum Quantum Break, uh-huh. and uh, and how in the game there's a TV show, right? Right. But that reminds me of the game Defiance, which also had a TV show on network television of the same name. And but the- it wasn't part of the experience, though. Oh no, it was. Was it okay? Yeah, because uh, basically the way it was going to be set up, though, it, like it never took off because like nobody bought the the damn game. And the show got canceled. <laughs> uh, but the way it took off was that okay. So Defiance was supposed to be like a persistent like online thing, right? Yeah. And so whatever happened on the show would happen in the game, and vice versa. Uh, it never really took off because, like I said, nobody bought the game, uh-huh. so it wasn't really, it wasn't really. Set. I mean, it's a cool idea, but. Uh, 
So with Quantum Break, uh, you have like you play the game from the point of Iceman, yeah, uh, Sean Ashmore, and then they have what they call a junction point where you play as the the main antagonist. And all you're really doing with him is making a decision, uh, you know, much like a telltale game, right? You want to do this, you want to do that. And it tells you this is how it will affect different things, you know. And that that decision directly affects what you see in the episode of the, of the show. Right. It's, it's, it's really neat. It's done very well. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's something I'd like to see more games explore. Like I said, I don't think, I don't think it'll happen. But flows together so well like you're playing this game for hour two hours and there's an episode of a tv show that has to do with the game and like that's when you take your break and eat your snacks and like (laughs) is the tv show more entertaining because you're like i did this uh i think that might be the case on my second playthrough when i see those differences sure you know but uh yeah i don't know like there's got to be more interesting things that we can do with video games. Yeah. You know? And they're not all great. I don't think Toys to Life is great. I think Toys to Life is a terrible racket. Yeah. But, you know, like, in general, uh, I don't know. Like, like so- Left Behind from uh, Naughty Dog. Yeah. The comic, I forget what the comic was, but the comic directly influenced the story that they told in that game. Right. You know? And that's cool. And that's a little bit different because that's not really part of the same product. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Would you consider games like uh, like Drawn to Life, which I talked about when we were talking about Scribblenauts, mm-hmm. where like, like, it's like, oh, you have to jump on the cloud and you get to draw your cloud on there and for the rest of the game it's what your clouds look like? Yeah. I would I would say so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a very broad term yeah. for sure. But I mean, uh, what what I was getting at I mean, is I mean, just that was like pretty, that was pretty successful. It's like like taking a small game and making you feel more interactive and connected to it. Sure, and like you know, there I don't know. I, I, player agency might not be exactly what I'm getting at. Like I don't know. It's it's a, it's a weird thing because part of me thought my my both of us immediately jumped to like Clay Fighter, right? Yeah, and that's not like that's just two different materials that they use to make a game, right? Mm. But, I mean, so is Quantum Break, in a way. Yeah, sure. You know? I don't know. It's, it's well, weird. so... Uh, I feel like... I, oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, I was thinking, like, in the same vein of, of Clay Fighter, also, because Mortal Kombat came up. Right. Uh, then that, then Mortal Kombat made me think of games like Area 51, Mm-hmm. With uh, with the FMV shit in it, right? Uh, and and that's very much you know, and with those that like that is more like uh, literal definition of the term, right? They are using multiple different media to make that product. Yeah, but at the same time, like any video game is that, right? Any movie is that, right? Because yeah. it's it's cinematography, it's photography, it's it's. Uh, uh, music it's acting like those are all separate things yeah that do you guys think this would ever work i mean i guess i think it would definitely work better on some genre gaming than others but like say 
I know I like playing single player games because yeah. I just don't really like. I like knowing that like it's my efforts and like I'm doing it and like accomplishments of like that. Okay. But there's definitely times after a level, like especially if I did a kick ass job about it, I want you to talk to somebody about it afterwards. So somehow I'll do like after a level, like a chat room, be like, oh, it's, like I think it would work better on ones that like have levels that like are a little bit different or like have different challenges to uh, it. Press the share button on your PlayStation 4 controller and upload it to Facebook. <laughs> I'm, just saying, I mean, you're, no, I'm just saying, like, have chat rooms after each level. And, and, be, like, yeah, and, like, specifically for people who have, yeah. have just finished that level. Oh, dude. that could but, be cool. No, no, that's like, if you've gone past that level, then you're not going to see them in the chat right. room. Right, and I think that's neat. Only, I mean, like, you wouldn't always see people in there, but, and, like, I feel like it would be fun to, like, have that feature you can turn on and off. Yeah, it, it reminds me, what you're saying reminds me a lot of Catherine, um, because I had never seen that before in which you would finish a level and you would see your choice compared to the choice that everybody else made. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that other games have done had done that beforehand. I know games oh, have done it sure. since then. Yeah. That was the first time I remember seeing it. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was really neat. So I can't remember. I think it might have been Dead Nation um, where there was, there was some game where you couldn't influence what happened to whoever was, whomever was playing the game by using, like, Twitter I don't know about Twitter. There are several games that implement Twitch. Yeah. Where, you know, the viewers can influence what happens in game. And maybe it was Twitch. But like, you would, like... there. And there's another game where you would say, like, hashtag something, and then that would cause something to happen in the game. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. But, I mean, that... I don't know if that counts, but... I mean, I think that's pretty... I'd neat. say it I, counts. I don't know. Uh, I mean... Sorry. Just made me think of it, and, like, also, like, people having input from idea. But... Did y'all ever? I think it was, it was like it was Twitch plays uh, Pokemon. Yeah, yeah. And uh, all the wonderful <laughs> memes that came out I'm, from that. I remember a lot of people were really pissed off about that, but I can't remember exactly why. So after because it, it, it was super frustrating. Like we would tr- like people would be like spending like an hour in this same. Corner oh yeah. Because moving. Yeah. Up- no, that's not what it was. What it uh, uh it was it was specifically uh like some kind of streamer outrage because like I don't know it was something so shortly after that uh revision three or i guess at that time rev three games uh did twitch plays adam sessler and that was really fucking funny <laughs> what, what was the premise of that nothing it was just like the twitch chat could control what adam sessler did they had him on camera and yeah it was it was it was interesting that's pretty cool yeah um so i had an idea about the uh the scribble nuts thing um but it, are drawn to life, or just general. I guess it's just general games like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, now I'm realizing that it might be kind of redundant because I thought it would be cool to like if you're on a device that's got a camera, then if you happen to have a doodle that you made on some paper and then you scan it into the game. Oh, I feel like there's already games out there where you definitely can take pictures of stuff and it pops it up in real life in the game. Hmm. Uh, I mean, hell, yeah. They, face for, raiders. For, oh yeah, oh, face yeah. raiders. You take face, you take pictures of faces and you shoot them, right? Yeah, yeah. That game oh. sucks. Yeah, that game does suck, but it does suck. But I mean, like, if you're like, oh, this is like, what is your like main boss gonna look like? And take a picture of it, and like, your doodles the main boss. That'd be yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think that because okay, so the other night when I I guess we were talking about this, I was kind of, I had heard the term cross media before. But I've never exactly been clear on what it re- on what it really meant, uh, especially in the context of video games. Right. Um, 
and I guess you you would help, you know, based on your understanding of what it is, you kind of help paint a clear picture of it. Um, I mean, like I said, I do feel like it's a pretty broad term. Yeah, you know, because um, the, the what immediate what is immediately familiar to me in that context is a lot of the games from you know the early to maybe I guess mid nineties that used a lot of. Uh, you know, that use like a lot of, you know, FMV mm-hmm. or, uh, or, you know, photographs of people to, you know, make the game happen, right. you know, like, like lethal enforcers, which is like, it's really just a bunch of fucking photographs of people. Right. Um, you know, and again, you know, Air 51, Mortal Kombat for sure, which is something that, uh, I'd never really given a whole lot of thought to until more recently, um, with the idea of like, that's, it's kind of crazy when I like wrap my mind around it, like it it being these actual people mm-hmm. in the game that I have control over. It's just it's weird to me. Uh, but then I also remember around the early I don't know if you guys remember this, but around in the early nineties, there's these uh, arcade machines that were uh, holograms, and there's one that I saw the most often, which was about a time traveling cowboy. <laughs> And it wasn't like, uh, it wasn't like Mortal Kombat where it was just like different frames. Like it was a, there was, it was a guy, uh, in the game and he was just like, uh, he was like actually like fully doing the motion. Like it was like an actual recording of him. Like if you ducked it, it was a recording of him doing like ducking and it's, well, that's what FMV is. Mortal Kombat isn't technically FMV. Well, no, it's not. Well, it's not because FMV is just like actual like, right. video, right? Um, I feel like uh, it's like playable. I feel like FMV, FMV could to- could totally u- utilized better for Atomi games. I think oh so. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Just yeah. get like yeah, that's a good fucking point. That'd like, be get, awesome. like get like basically all of the major Korean uh, drama stars and just get comp. Just get a bunch of video of them doing random stuff. You just record around. different things for different choices. Yeah, yeah That'd be walking cool. around and then like, yeah, that make you feel like I really had a girlfriend. I or, mean, at, yeah, at, at, way its, better. at its core, <laughs> Atomi and even a lot of like Telltale stuff are basically twine games. Yeah, and all you need is different results. Sure, you know this this choice triggers this to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, some of them are more, and, and they could totally do that. I, I mean. A lot of uh, there's quite a few Atomi games that are way that are I feel like a lot more in depth on gameplay than like the Telltale games. Yeah, yeah. The one you saw, I was making a lot of choices, but a lot of them do have like actual like stat building, resource stuff, um, and then you don't you don't know it until like the very end. So you could spend all these hours. I, doing know, stuff. I feel like if if Atomi, oh, I'm not had saying epic. like they're not that deep, but I'm saying as far as the way they function. They oh, function yeah. like a twine game function. Like is is yeah. fu- like now that I'm thinking about it, like if 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 Atomi had FMV in them, I'd probably be apt to play them more often. Yeah, I just I think- I just want real pigeons and my next had a boyfriend. <laughs> what a nightmare that game would be to make. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, true. So the more like the more I'm thinking, and again, my understanding of it is very rudimentary. But the more I think about it. The more I think that it's a lot of, you know, you're you're playing the game, and then accompanying that game is like a TV show or or you know. It doesn't even have to be that that. It doesn't even have to be on that level. It could just be an artistic choice, like Play Fighter, like Mortal Kombat. What was the game like? Um, Did did Big Planet use actual cardboard? Is that all CG? No, they didn't use actual stuff. I mean, Media Molecule likes to do a lot of things that 
that look that way, right? Like even yeah. uh, Tearaway. Yeah. It looks like Papercraft. I guess w- with Tearaway, like, Tearaway did interesting things because there is video that you create that goes into the game. There are photographs that you take that go into the game. Yeah. Um, and you unlock instructions to make a lot of the things with paper from the game if you want to, yeah. you know? But, like, as far as... No, it's it's all CG. So, uh, another idea of possible where it could go in the future as far as... Uh, uh, well, this one's more like a... I guess, like, more of a particular sub, uh, subgenre of, like, things like Dark Souls or other games that are difficult... Or even, I guess, some action-adventure games um, have, like, an option if, like, same thing, same thing, like, level or area that you keep dying at. Uh, like, maybe those people who made the game, well, I'm thinking more like Activision, Sony, people who can afford it, have, like, professional game players go and play that part and, like, talk out before what they're going to do or their method for it. That way, if you keep dying at it, you have it like you at least know a general sense of how somebody else did it. Like a walkthrough put into the game. Yeah, like or have an option where you can be like, oh, would you like to see the like, would you like to see the Activision huh. walkthrough for this part of whatever game they're doing, hmm. and have that be like a licensed thing, and it's like, and it's another way for professional gamers to be part of the community. Like, oh, you could like do uh, uh, an insert, like and like the corner. Or something. Well, like, well, it's sort of like a screen pop up, like a pause, like, like a pause, <laughs> like a pause screen, like when you're like, oh, restart, you hit restart, and it's like, would you like to see this? It's a yes or no. I understand the, what you're yeah. saying. I was just the issue. I was adding to that. Oh, like it's gonna pop up. The screen. Yeah. I got it now. The issue with that is like, uh, it's not something that could easily exist at launch of that title. Sure. Um, unless it's directly from the development team. Well, that's, or that's, something what like that. that's what I'm saying. Like it would be like an actual licensed one. So they would have it be part of the crew. Yeah. Um, and be part of that non-disclosure agreement. There was that thing in, uh, the last of us left behind where you could go to that photo booth and upload the pictures to Facebook. Oh yeah. That was weird. Yeah. I didn't like it. Yeah. Cause they were like, what is Facebook? <laughs> <laughs> Which is a weird thing to hear someone say, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. There's, um, because the, I keep, my mind keeps going back to, uh, different media, different formats, uh, being used to, like, come together to make a different, to make a game. Yeah. And, it, and a lot of it is centered around a lot of the shit that we played in the early 90s, because back when, like, FMV and anything like that was kind of all the rage. Sure. That was, like, the way to, I guess, make your game the most realistic or whatever. Um, although I think that, and there's a game that came out fairly recently that does it. Uh, but I think that would be, uh, there's a horror game that I saw on, that I saw on PSN that I didn't actually, um, dig too deep into. I, but it, it was noteworthy because it was like, it was an FMV game mm-hmm. that I didn't, I, couldn't imagine one of FMV game coming out in the 21st century just because I haven't seen them in like forever. But I mean, I think it could still work pretty well given the right context. Like uh, fucking uh, her story. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, it's that that whole game for is pretty much you know FMV and but it works really well. And I think that it, I think that depending on you know the kind of game, I think it's I think it's great for telling for telling stories. Right? Sure. Um, but I don't know. I, 
But like, what's a new thing that you think could happen? You know, I mean, like like some of the stuff Tanae's brought up, I think I think could be pretty cool. Mm. Um, I think for like for visual novels, I think that there is a way in which you could implement a physical book into something like that. Sure. Um, I don't know exactly how that would look, though. You know. Yeah. Uh, probably better than some of the more you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <coughs> I mean, Xenosaga Three was a movie that had some game aspects, basically. How do you mean? Yeah. Oh, there's a fuck ton of cutscenes. Oh, so like Metal Gear. Like it's. I think they're. I, I'm pretty sure they're longer than Metal Gears. Mm. Okay. Um. Gosh, because what? Because I really, really want to do something with, like, I have a fixation on FMV ever since we started talking about this. Mm-hmm. And I want I want to do something with that. And I'm thinking, like, I wonder if you could, like, do that with a driving game. God, I feel like it'd be really difficult to do. Yeah. There was, I wish I could remember what it is. There is a top-down racing game that recently came out that uses satellite image imaging... From like so, it's like it's like Google Earth, right? Right. And like that's where you're, where you're driving. You're driving on act, like actual places that it's all just photographs yeah. from from that. And yeah. that's that's something that they that could work. Yeah. You could use Google Earth to use actual real roads and just fill in in between, you know. But like, I, don't, I don't know how, just like how make, that would work. Or, you know. Well, I don't know. You you. I was gonna say like use it for some kind I mean, of like people u- utilized a bunch of different stuff to make. Um, what was the system that Pokemon Go was based off of? Was that game? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck. <sighs> That's gonna bother me now. It's gonna bother me too. Look yeah. it up. All right, look it up right now. But that whole thing that was based off of, like actual Shit, was, was like based called? off of actual like traffic flow and stuff like that. Right, right. right. Mm. Um, what was that game called? Uh, I was gonna say, yeah, that's you know that's a good example too. Pokemon Go, as much as I think it's a dumb game, it's a good example. Yeah, uh, I was thinking uh, Ingress, Ingress, Ingrid. Um, yes. I was thinking that you run into a lot of legal mumbo jumbo doing it, but if you use the Google Earth for like some kind of open world uh, oh, action yeah. game, yeah, that's not gonna fly. Yeah, because we already saw that with uh, fucking what was it, Infamous. Um. Which obviously that wasn't you know that wasn't I don't think it was Google Earth stuff in there but no it, you're talking about Second Son yeah uh, so Insomniac with Second Son actually went around to both the both the state and local business to ask permission to put actual things in the game that's why you see things like that fucking pink elephant car wash and the Space Needle and uh, Sub Pop Records and, yeah. and and stuff like that in there. Um, but yeah, you're right. There are there are a lot of contractual obligations, right? Like with the, with the space needle, like you can put it in the game, you can't destroy it. Yeah, you know, like stuff like that. Yeah. But um, and it, I think in the end, it would be it would you know be a lot more trouble than it's worth. But I mean, if you know if that if those things weren't uh, in place and someone was just given free reign to do whatever, you know, I think that would be I think it'd be cool to play an open world game set. And like in a one-to-one representation of a real city, yeah. Um, but I mean, at the same time, it just again, it would depend on how good the actual game was. But I mean, not to uh, 
applaud remedy too much again but like with alan wake uh having the show the what is it night springs or something like that okay that's a that's a that's a right i don't know i never played the game uh, oh well well you have you haven't got to oh alan wake I, I was my mind was with uh in a uh, quantum where it's like so in alan wake there is a spoof show that is basically the twilight zone yeah I'm 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 back in. I think I, it's I Night Springs. I think yeah, I think something like right. that. But yeah. like, and, and that is at full FMV, and you've got the choice. It's on it's on a TV in the game. You can just stop and, and watch it. You can it. stop and sit there and watch the whole damn thing, or you just ignore it completely. Yeah. And I think that's pretty cool. I then go ahead. Oh, sorry, no, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say that, uh, and I th- I think that just might be their thing because I know that they were doing they did that in a uh, um, Max Payne. Uh, really? Yeah, there was a there was a show, and I mean it wasn't like full like thirty minute episodes or anything. Well, neither is the stuff in Alan Wake. Uh, but but. Uh, in the first two uh, Max Payne games, there was a sh- there was a show called Baseball Bat Boy. Yeah, and you would happen to uh, if you happen to pass by a TV uh, that had it on, then there'd be like this little animated short. Uh, Baseball for- Bat Boy. Yeah, it's like it's like Paranoia Agent. Kinda, kind of like that. Yeah. Um, but it's just kind of um, it's just kind of like a little short that you can stop and watch. And uh, I never, I don't know if it loops back around or what. But yeah, uh, yeah. you know, there's there's stuff, there's stuff like that. Uh, they also there's also like a uh, I don't remember if it's in Max Payne one or two, but they had a, if if you there was a radio or a radio or two that you could pass by that's playing some kind of uh, radio drama called yeah. called Lords and Ladies. Uh, and with with games like both uh, Alan Wake and Quantum Break, and I would argue games like Transistor, uh, and from what I hear, even some of the Souls stuff, there is so much lore in writing that you can completely miss. And I feel like that's almost mixed media as well, because like it's writing, right? Like there there is a, enough in Quantum Break and in Transistor. For you to read that completely make you understand those games so much more if you choose to read that stuff. Yeah. But and like, I think and I, like we, with Quantum Break, it's there's enough material there to make up a small novel. Yeah. You know, like it's a lot of fucking writing. I think by but, I think by uh you know, in comparison though, uh with Transistor, I think that understanding the story of of that game is you know whether or not you do that is almost completely contingent on whether or not you look at all that extra stuff. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, because it's a very it's very minimalist uh, storytelling in that game, uh, and so you know stopping to like look at all the terminals and read about all the people and stuff. I mean, uh, to get an understanding of that world, you kind of just have to do that stuff. Yeah. Um. You know, and like you said with like Dark Souls, uh, it's a little bit it's buried a little bit more deeply because they, you know, they talk in some kind of weird, like you know cryptic way but uh that's i mean it's still there you know oh here's one that i thought of that maybe somebody's done i bet you there's probably some weird japanese game that's like this because they do much more music rhythm than we do uh i think you could pretty easily have a music rhythm game that allows you to use real world instruments as long as they make a note right because rocksmith because well rocksmith is you're you're not listening to what i'm saying rocksmith specifically asks you to use a guitar um where, you know, with just the average modern-day tuner, your your phone, all of your phones, all of our phones, well, we all have the same phone. Any modern-day smartphone can can tune an instrument. Right. Right? It can recognize a note. Um, 
I think if you could implement that into the software where it doesn't matter what's what instrument is playing, because with a tuner, it doesn't matter what instrument is playing. Sure. It's just recognizing the note. Right. Uh, that you could have a real-world instrument music rhythm game that doesn't require you to use a specific instrument. Right. And I think that could be really neat. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, you know, guitar, you know, some kind yeah, of Yeah, fucking trumpet, whatever, yeah. Uh, you know, that'd be, that would be really neat. Um, and just, you know... Now... Uh, the, yeah, and, and it's still gonna have to have a peripheral to like register it or a microphone. Yeah, and that's it. Like, the, like, and oh, I'm saying, no, I'm saying they're still gonna like, have to have something because like if you're doing it by console and like the ones that exist now, I don't know those the that PS that that PlayStation camera and the Connect those were, those microphones are pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I think they'd serve the purpose anyway. I mean, I don't know. You know, I, the microphone on this can can tune a guitar. Yeah. Not just a guitar. Can tune most stringed instruments that need tuning, regardless of what they sound like, right? Yeah. Um, it seems to me like you would just need a mic. And I think you would... And also, you... Because, okay, so there would be a... Uh, there Obviously, there'd be, like, a, a list of songs that you can choose from to play, right? And I think that would be really cool to, you know, there'd probably be some interesting renditions of different songs to come out of that, too. Sure. I feel like there's definitely going to be, like... Like celebrities trying to like just make the note the notes that you need to hit for the song. What do you mean? Like just with their mouth and like, <laughs> like, like singers and stuff. And sure, but like, like why not? Yeah, you know. Well, why I not? Can, no, I'm just adding to it. I'm saying yeah. like, I can imagine this becoming like the next card karaoke or whatever internet. Yeah. Like family friendly meme thing yeah. there is. It's gonna be like oh, celebrities and singers like trying to make, play this game. It just, I mean, I don't know anything about game development, but it just doesn't seem like it would be that hard of a thing to execute. Like, yeah. you know. And I mean, we could, I mean, we could use uh, some kind of new iteration on the on the rhythm game genre, I think. Um, you know, I just, I, th- I honestly think that that would, that would take off on like social media real fast too. Yeah. Um, you know, and it would be also cool, no, maybe, like... I was thinking, and I'm I'm trying to ke- make sure my mind keeps up with me here. But um, so there might be kind of a free a free form mode where you can like just kind of fuck around on your given instrument, and then uh, like Parappa, yeah, like that. <laughs> uh, you fuck around on your given instrument, right? And then uh, it'll record you for like a set period of time, like let's say two and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. Let's go with that, and then. Uh, you upload that, and then the game will register like the different thingies that that rhythm games have in them, and then you can upload that, and someone else can play your song. Is that a thing already? Uh, yeah, I have no idea. There's other apps that do that, that not um like little like car- the karaoke game. You can do that. Karaoke. What are the little phone karaoke game? That <laughs> uh, is, is that all like pre-made, like pre-loaded songs though? I mean, you can always go off. I mean, there's just because like I'm I'm taking like a like a 100 original composition that you made. Well, that would be SoundCloud. What? People put their music on SoundCloud, you see, and yeah. people find it on SoundCloud. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that like you put the you put the composition into the game, and then the game makes the uh, the little indicators that it needs to to rack up the points for you while you play the song. Right. Oh, so you're talking about like a Super Mario Maker, but like for your music. Yeah, essentially yes. I yeah, mean, like yeah, that. that could be added to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What? 
Nothing is just funny. What, the metaphor I used? Yeah. I mean, it was, if that's what it takes for you to understand what I'm talking about, then yes. <laughs> that's what I mean. Um, well, it, just, what word, it wouldn't be redundant to put it in the game. Like, why put it in the game when there's other things that exist that do it better and have a better fan base already? Um, what's, I mean, you just have to think what, what consumers are going to go towards or... Um, I mean, I think if you I, want- I feel like I feel like um, I'm pretty excited about because I feel like eventually mm. there is going to be a video game if there isn't already based off a podcast. I'm not saying we're gonna be the first ones because mm. I doubt it, but something like uh, like the one shot where they're like doing like or uh, they're like campaign one where um. Like, like they can pick from whatever episode that they've like gone to their story for, and like people who love hearing about like Dungeons and Dragons done to the podcast and has the familiar characters. Here's like a little phone game or like a small like uh, online like download game to play where you can play as your character, uh, plays the characters you've been hearing about. I'm lost. Yeah, I'm. I'm oh, so like, <laughs> so like the one shot. Uh, I, I think one shot is like the whole uh, like all of them like it's a one shot network but the one shot is he picks different uh role playing games and okay. like has people uh on there that are normally some something in the industry um or like improv artists but and then they also do like another one that's like campaign that this uh this wonderful lady named Cat Cool runs and then but there's also like other Dungeons and Dragons pl- uh like podcasts where you're just listening to a campaign. Harmon Town with Dan Harmon. Okay. Uh, he plays Dungeons and Dragons even on his. It started as a joke, but then like it actually happened. Um. Uh, he picked up a guy from the crowd to be the dungeon master, and he decided he was gonna do it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, but, like any of those where like people have been listening to like a like a like a gaming podcast for like a long story game. I feel like. <laughs> Could be easily turned into um, <clears throat> a video game and maybe like updates with it. Uh, it will go through like the actual podcast stuff. Shanae, I'm going to preface this by saying that maybe I'm a bit slow on the uptake. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure that what you're to a more able minded person, that is a very good idea. But I'm still kind of I'm still kind of not following you. You know how there's games based off movies? Yes. And there's games based off TV shows? Yes. Do you understand that there is podcasts that are literally just people playing Dungeons and Dragons? Yes. And people listen to it every week? Yes. So, it's going to be a game based off that campaign of Dungeons and Dragons they have created. Ah. Got it! All right. We're back in. Yeah. We're back in. <laughs> like, that whole time I was just like, should I interject and say I don't understand or let her finish and see if I understand at the end? And I didn't. Okay. But you got you you, got you pulled it back around. Yeah, you pulled it back around. I was I was getting scared that I wouldn't know what you're talking about, but I'm glad I was, that like, I I was just out. like, I didn't know where I lost you guys. Sorry. <laughs> I thought I I thought I was making myself clear. Obviously I was not. But yeah, like and then maybe and then I feel like with something like podcasts that I do feel like are more accessible than like say T V shows. Okay. Um <clears throat> I feel like that would be an easy thing to like have like, oh, like for people who like supported them for so long, have like an ex- like an episode in the game, sure. Mm-hmm. Like that's mm-hmm. about them. I mean, there's plenty. I just think like because I know. I mean, or having even 
Well, I don't, I don't know if Twitch would really work as well as like podcasts on some things. Maybe better. I don't know. But like, or YouTube channels. I just feel like it'd be a really good way to like, I think those would be really good, uh, just really good things to base games off of and have a lot of crowd energy yeah. and like interaction. I think that Twitch would work really well uh, for something like that. Um, but like, but Twitch doesn't have, uh, as far as video games, oh, I, Twitch does have a lot of original content. I just don't know what you would make a yeah. game out of with Twitch. Yeah, like an actual video game. Well, yeah, I'm thinking more of like, like what the podcast is about, what the Twitch streams are about mostly are. Yeah. Either just games or hobbies. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's Twitch Dungeons and Dragons games, but they're normally not like the highest people watched. Hmm. All those fucking nerds. All those nerds. <laughs> uh, I don't know. There's a. I think that there are a lot of things that you know, people who, you know, have more of a mind for creating things like that, uh, could more easily come up with than we could. Because uh, I know that there are things that you know, you know, sometimes you sit and think about. You know, it would be cool if you could do this in a game, but it's always kind of just like a passing thought, right? It's not ever really something that. Well, for me, I, I should speak for mostly for myself. But it's really more just, it's usually just a passing thought and nothing that I ever uh, really expand upon. Did I ever tell you the story? Uh, the only reason I bring this up, this has nothing to do with what we're talking about, really, but it has to do with what you just said. Okay. About when I was in elementary school, Mortal Kombat 3 had just come out. Me and my friend came up with the idea for Mortal Kombat Trilogy. Yes, I know this story. Tom Stradamus. Right. You have, you have all I the don't characters, know story. you have all the characters, all the levels, and you could be. Multiple versions of the same character. You could be Mortal Kombat 1 Kano and Mortal Kombat 3 Kano, whatever, right? We write the idea down in our fucking elementary school handwriting, send it into a claim, never hear anything back, and then a couple years later, they make that exact game. That can't be coincidence. No, I don't, I don't think that they ripped off some that can't some be coincidence. Kids, I, think I doubt it. That can't be coincidence. I think that it was just an obvious good idea. You yeah. know, a cir- circular but, thinking. Yeah, mm. uh, it's just funny that he said, like, you know, we we never act on it. And they're like, well, I acted on it. <laughs> Wait, they got nothing from it. I mean, does that cross media? Because you wrote down a game and then the game happened. No. <laughs> um, I. I don't know. I think that my main interest is, I, my main interest is really, I want to see, I really just want to see someone come up with, you know, uh, I want FMV to come back in like a really cool way. Uh, Cause there were some cool ideas that I'd seen with, uh, I can't remember the name of the game now, but it was a game that I played on the Sega Saturn. It was a, it was some kind of space shooter game. And you know how, like, on all the uh, on all the movies with like s- like spaceship dogfights, mm-hmm. like I'll just go, I'll go with st- I'll go with Star Wars uh, as the easiest one. But like, there's always like the little comm screen that's got the guy's face on it, like when he's when they're talking to each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember there was God, why I don't know why I can't remember the game, but uh, whenever you'd uh, whenever you're when you're playing the game, like there's a little video screen. And, like, it was all pre-scripted stuff. Like, it was never dynamic or anything. But, you know, as you're playing, like, your your wing your wingmates would, like, pop in and, like, say shit to yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did Wing Commander not do that? I don't think it w- It might have been, but I know it wasn't Wing Commander. Uh, it was basically... Basically, what you're saying is, like, like Star Fox Peppy Hair, if that yeah, yeah, was yeah, an yeah, actual yeah. rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> Except, like, less horrifying than that sounds. <laughs> yeah. 
but like yeah, the, yeah. it would also do the thing it would also do the fucking trope <coughs> where because uh, the your enemies could like channel into your comps for some reason like they always do in those in, in those things and like when you blew up a guy like the guy would be like you'd like his face would come up and then like you'd see like fucking flames like engulf him when you blew his shit up ship up yeah i don't know it was it's like things like that are always really neat it'd be cool if they could make it dynamic in some way red alert do a lot of fmv yeah i think that was like their i think that was like the whole shtick yeah with uh with that shit i think and i remember also there were some billy d williams in there yeah lando and i remember one of them also had jenny mccarthy in it mm-hmm. um if you ever watch Singled Out, she's from that. Um, but yeah, I don't think that's... And it also... She was actually replaced by Carmen Electra on that show. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Uh, they, but they retained the Chris Hardwick. Yeah. So... Um, they should make a Singled Out game. Has what, there been? There had... Well, no. <laughs> I Maybe. Or uh, like a blind date the game. <laughs> no, that, that... No, see, you get you make a blind date uh, point-and-click adventure game. Yeah. Uh, like choice driven uh, narrative of that that inevitably horrific date that you're about to go on. Yeah. Um, I just remember though when FMV was like a huge thing, like that was a way to make games look realistic. Now, oddly enough, to me, the like the games without using that look more real. FMV was very deceptive when I was a kid. Like oh, yeah. I remember looking through like GamePro, right, mm-hmm. and seeing screenshots. For these games and i was like i'd never played one of these games yeah so i was just like the game looks like that you had no idea it was amazing you know i didn't realize it was something you couldn't really interact with yeah there was this game that came out on ps1 and sega saturn called the horde and it starred kurt cameron Mm. you remember who that guy is yeah i do yeah he was the central character in that game uh sir chauncey um and the only time I'd ever seen Kirk Cameron uh, prior to that was on WB's Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you ever played an FMV game? Mm, I believe so. Because I feel like a lot of Sega CD stuff was that. Um, Mist was there that was, for a lot for a little bit. There was some early Windows stuff. Yeah, that was FMV. And it, it was just the coolest thing in the world to me now, at the time. But now I'm just like, it's. I just look at it and think it's lame. But um, it's. I do want to play. I do want to. There's. I do want to play that game that I that I'd seen on PSN. That was kind of a horror game that took place in like some kind of underground bunker. And it's. I don't know. But maybe it could still be cool. I doubt it. But maybe. But I do like the idea of like that interactivity, like. Like outside, like doing things outside of the game that make stuff in the game happen. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot because I feel like that. I feel like that's a lot. It's like really immersive because you're you're doing the things. I feel like when it's done well, are it's immersive, but I definitely feel like sometimes it just gives me anxiety, and I'm just like, ah, oh, I gotta do this. And I think it's I think most of the time it's like too gimmicky to be actually like novel, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but we, people aren't gonna get it unless it is gimmicky. So it's just well, that's the, that's the kind of or, the, yeah, that's kind of like the balance you have to strike, right? Because you want it to be gimmicky enough for people to buy it, but you want it to be gimmicky enough for people to like fucking write off immediately. Yeah. Um. Or not buy all the extra stuff you're gonna put out. Oh, for like it. the inevitable <laughs> like extra shit you're gonna sell for that fucking real life game or whatever. <laughs> uh, real life, real life. <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, Third life. Or you guys ever watch that movie Gamer? No. No. I know what it is, but no. Yeah, you know that movie, Shanae? Uh no. Okay, so the premise of Gamer. I don't think so. Check this out. The premise of Gamer is that you are at home playing a game and your in-game avatar is an actual person that you're controlling. Like and so, like a person in real life. Like, yes. Like Twitch plays Adam Sessler. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> Except Adam Sessler can be shot to death in the game, which I would never want to happen. But. Well, I mean, it's like, but is the person that you're controlling going to get shot? Yes. So there's a first person. Sh- the the, the well, ga- no, 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 no. I'm saying, like, I'm playing a character named Ryan Robinson. So Yes. Wait, if so- someone shoots me, I die. No. If you shoot somebody else, do they die? But I'm saying. Like, do they die in real life? Yes. Is that what you're... Let me, let, yes. I'll let you finish your question. Yes. That's exactly what I'm asking. Yes. Okay. No, it's not at all. No, I'm saying, though, like, is, wow. it, just, is it just, like, a real-life-looking person? Or, it, like, the Ryan Robbins in the game, if I, like, is it, like, a like you go... Like, you are online, and so yeah. if I tell you to eat a banana, you're going to eat a banana. Yes. In real life. No, so here's what it is. Okay. So, all right. Shut the fuck up, Tommy. Okay, so... Calm the fuck down today. <laughs> all right, so let's say... Okay, so let's say I'm playing the game at home, right? And I want my avatar to be you. Now, it's not its not like a facsimile of you. It is actually you. So I'm like, you're controlling like an actual person. Because when you say controlling an actual person, I think, I think <laughs> you mean controlling in real life. Not, is it just, oh my gosh. Because if it's just like I feel if, like we're just gonna have to watch the movie because <laughs> I, don't, I don't like any of. The, uh, I don't like I don't like any of this. You you don't want to watch the movie tonight. It's actually pretty good. It's got Gerard Butler, and he. I is, just want to know if in real life I'm making people do stuff. Yes. yes. This is dumb. I don't like this. That's good. It's, a good movie. <laughs> it's got Gerard Butler. I don't want that. Terry Crews. Uh, I do like Terry Crews. That guy who played Dexter. I don't give a shit about him. Okay. Well, I thought it was a good movie. Mm-hmm. But then again. Oh, wait. Is that the one where they have Rock'em Sock'em Robots? No, no. dude. You're uh, talking about Real Steel. Yeah, Real Steel. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Which is basically over the top with robots instead of arm wrestling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Actually, I never made that connection. They're like the same movie, except yeah. one has arm wrestling, one has robots. Because in like an over the top... Like the estranged son comes to stay, to comes hang out with his dad while yeah. he becomes an arm wrestling champion. Right. Real still, estranged son comes to hang out with his dad while he becomes a rock'em sock'em champion. <laughs> right. <laughs> Except in real still, your dad is Wolverine. So and not Wolverine. Rambo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're gonna stop. Thank Hi. goodness. <laughs> I think we should talk about gamer again. <laughs> well, it's never mind. <laughs> Like I've never, like I've never actually had to explain that movie to someone before. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's kind of a weird concept for a movie. Yeah, I think I'll just, okay. Just I'll show you the trailer. And it then sounds like it. a bad Black Mirror episode. It's kind of yes, it would be. It would very easily be a Black Mirror episode. A bad Black Mirror episode. There's no such thing. Mm. <laughs> That's the show this week, guys. <laughs> Uh, if you guys want to drop us a line or anything, say hello. You can email us at savecontinuepodcast at gmail.com. My name is Ryan Robinson. With me is Tom Shelby. Bye-bye. Shane Howard. Bye. Watch Gamer. <laughs>